Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Muppet Telethon. We have Muppets standing by to take your calls. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Rest in peace, Nate Dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, hold on. Who's coming down? Let's see who's coming down right now, Ron. So I didn't mean to... Sorry to <laughs> take your attention away. I don't know who's... Nobody. Okay. Back to Wants. Sorry, Wants. Um, bear with me for a minute. Uh, let, let, me, let me ask you a question. Man, these white folks is crazy. I think the CIA is controlling my thoughts. Oh, uh, no, we're not. Oh, I guess they're not. Choke on your life! And now... What's wrong with the lowest common denominator? That, that's what this country was built on! Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday morning, the 21st of March. Yeah. Oh, I feel it, right? Do you feel the spring in the air? I don't, because it's supposed to rain again today, I think. Rain? Oh. I think rain. Mm. Oh, I hate rain. I know I'm in the minority here, but whew, had enough? It's Needed been, it? Got it? Yeah, it's been insane. I, I will give you that. It's been more rain than even I'm used to. Okay, good. Still love it. Still love it. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone at this point in Los Angeles who's like, please bring more rain. Oh. We've had too much. Okay, even people that like it. Yes, even them. Let's back off a bit. On. You like dessert, but you don't ask for 10 after your meal. I, I, I like, Some people I like rain. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> really like rain. All right. Well, I, I take rain over dessert. That's how much I like rain. I've okay, been proven wrong. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to fill out my bracket. Okay. How's that going? Not great. March Madness. I haven't has, started yet, and it's due in, what, four hours? A hour, couple hours? We have an office pool mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. We're all filling out college basketball mm-hmm. uh, brackets because mm-hmm. there's a big thing going on. That we can't name? Well, right. I think you can because it's like news right now. Sure. Right? I don't know. Who knows? Rules sure. are weird. But I, I feel like we're all putting in like 10 or 20 bucks or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's all going to charity or something that legally we have to say on the radio. Yeah. Allie need to eat. Uh... That's the charity. Yeah. I don't feel as motivated as I want to be. How come? Mm -hmm. Well, because I think we could do side bets. Side bets? What do you mean? Well, I mean, we fill it out Within us three. We we fill it out entirely. No, we play the game normally. And Allie wins because she picks by color of uniform and nonsense (laughs) like that. And we all get annoyed. And I think that between us three, we could do like a side bet. Okay. And I think that we can finally implement Cameo into the Kevin and Bean show. Interesting. So now that's where the quote celebrities unquote call your home. By the way, the celebrities are being amped up. 
Right. Are they? There's actual celebrities showing up on Cameo. We used to and just And what think, exactly is Cameo? That's the video? Okay, so basically you pay mm-hmm. a, a certain amount between $5 and 1000 And basically you can get a celebrity to send you a video message. Okay. Almost of anything you want. Until they made Brett Favre say some Nazi stuff, it was anything you want. <laughs> and they're like, all right, we're going to put on limits. Then they made limits. Mm-hmm. So, But basically you can buy one for me or or Kevin, or whoever, and then, you know, make, for example, Katie Couric say whatever you want. That's a celebrity, by wow. the way. Wow, like, hey, Jensen, heard you're expecting a baby. Exactly. Good or luck. Ice yeah. tea. Okay. Black China. Sure, sure. Football player Antonio Brown. I want to know who's five bucks. Yeah. I want to know who's the bottom of that oh, list, because that's crazy. Me. You won't know their names. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Andy Dick, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Higgins of The Bachelor. So what I'm thinking is, if we do side bets, you mm-hmm. would owe me a cameo, or I would owe you a cameo, or whatever it is. Okay. So meaning you would record a video and send it to me? No, no, no. I would buy one for you. Oh, I see what yeah, you're like, saying. For example, say you wanted to have a, a message from Corey Feldman. Well, then I would be on the hook to I buy got you. Right. Corey Feldman. And it would be like Jensen's it. the worst and loses right. at this every year. Whatever you and want. And you're the best, Kevin. There you go. Wow. Whatever you would want. Uh, now, no. are we putting a limit on how that's, much we're spending yeah, for this Yeah, I think we'd have to. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I mean, listen. Let's say that you can't go higher than Vicki Gunvalson of Real Housewives of <laughs> whatever she's on. And she's $100. Okay. So, like, the side bet would be... Don't spend more than $100. And do we get to, like, let's say we lose the bet. Yes. We get to pick what celebrity for the winner? That's what I would say. Okay, that's amazing. Because I would get the jankiest. So then we would split the 50 or whatever. So the other two. Yeah, so whoever does the best gets a cameo from the losers. Is there only one side bet? There's not multiple I mean, ones. I'm one. down for as many as you want. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just saying right now. The we're way on you're presenting it is one side one, bet. Right now. Okay. If, okay. I, if someone wanted to then side bet me, like, for example, like, Brett the Hitman Hart is $150. Nice. Or Beverly Mitchell from One Tree Hill, I think. She's $40. <laughs> Listen, I could do it all day. We okay. could even get Dr. Drew, who's now $98. How we came up with that. 98 No, no clue. Uh, but listen, I'm saying whoever loses here owes uh-huh. someone a cameo. All right. Okay. All right. I'm in. All right, I'm in. good. Side that in. Done. Now we have to fill out now our brackets. Fill out our brackets. And also what? Now the, the bet for the cameo is just who does best? Yeah. That's oh, a side I thought bet. you were saying there's a different bet okay. altogether. No, 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 no. Side bet. Whoever so out of whoever us three. Whoever wins gets the money. Whoever out of us three does wins, the best gets the cameo. Wins. Okay. Yep. Gets yep. the cameo. Should we set the price right now on the cameo? I say 100 bucks is the high. Okay. 100 yeah. is high. 100 right. is the high. Okay. Yeah, like, for example, we couldn't get Terrell Owens because he's $350. Well, mm. understandable. But we could get Ryan Lochte because he's $100. Oh, my God. That oh. guy is such a human zero. Oh, wow. <laughs> you well, wouldn't even be able to under- you just look at him and go, is he talking? I don't. <laughs> well, get ready for a human zero message. <laughs> he's so dull. I shouldn't have given you that tip. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Excellent. Well, anyway, good luck to everybody. All right. We will work on that. Let's talk about uh, today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Oh, uh, are you done? I was hoping you'd talk more about yourself. <laughs> People are dumb on the program today? They are. Jensen has get up on this. Mm-hmm. Jensen, how did you first discover, hey, I sort of have an ear for things that are going to become the next thing? Uh, I, Well, as a kid, I knew I did it. You did? Yes. As a kid, I would basically, like the Fuji's first album, which is not the one you guys, like that everyone found out about, like Killing Me right. Softly. Like I was listening to Nappy Heads and all these songs that were kind of big in my car. And people were, who's this, who's this? And then two years, three years later when they're like, that band that you used to listen. And then that was sort of the start for me. So then you realize, oh, I actually and have a, a- And I'm not a jerk about it. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, Correct. I, I don't get mad when they become huge. I'm thrilled. So that's I'm not like a hipster idiot. But why do you hate the Fuji's though? I love the Fuji's guys. All right, so Fuji's by the way at the Weenie Roast when we turned the stage, that was one of my best memories. That they, they were, they were a half hour late. Great. And we were on a really tight schedule because mm-hmm. we turned the stage. We have band after band after band. We just said, "Look, you guys have ten minutes. That's all that's left." And they went out and played songs no one knew. Mm-hmm. And then they went and we just yeah, turned the stage. Yeah. Oh no! Tur- while they're singing, <laughs> we turn the stage on them. I saw the Fugees uh, in the '90s when they played in my Boston College cafeteria. Cafeteria. We used to have bands come like random off times, and I think it was the like the black student body got this up and coming band to come in. And everyone's like, "Who are these Fugees? Let's go see them!" And oh, they were great. The, it's still one of my favorite memories of school. Wow! Because I you was hated drunk. School. Well, I was drunk during drunk. most okay. of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, job interview horror stories on today's show. Yeah, Ooh. a lot of people have to apply for jobs, and a lot of people aren't very good at it. Uh, Omar's a creeper. We found out yesterday. Yes. Yeah, he's made up an excuse as to why he did this, but it's an elaborate excuse. Yeah. I give him credit for that, honestly. Yeah. But he got caught. Yeah. Peeking at his neighbor. <sighs> But at least, like, he wasn't using binoculars or anything. He was using binoculars. Oh! Right. (laughs) Uh, Also, we have uh, Adam Carolla in studio. Yeah. We think. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. And uh, Dr. Drew will talk to us about that. $98, Dr. Drew? We'll talk to us about CBD and... How is he 98 bucks? I don't know. Why yeah, can't why you push it to 100? He's going right? to blame it on his wife because he said that before. He's like, oh, my wife sets the standards. Yeah. And Why would she set it? Just because I guess 98 sounds so much less than 100? I mean, Maybe. it's not Caitlyn Jenner who's $1,000. Wow. jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Riley McKay, what is happening? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. Uh... Most people know that uh, you are a huge Kings fan. Mm-hmm. I have gone to Kings games since I was literally in my mother's stomach. Couldn't they, love it more. Yeah. They bought season tickets in 1968 when they moved to L.A. They weren't great back then. No. Maybe. They weren't great for a lot of years, including say, this year. I was going to say maybe even a little better than this year, however. <laughs> but the Kings have been doing something so fun, and it's the Hockey Night in L.A. broadcast where they have celebrities... Like Kevin Ryder. I mean, I did it once, and it is um, uh, embarrassing to be called a celebrity. Well, you were wonderful. You were really great (laughs) at it. Where you sit with the anchors uh, and do a little chit-chat. Then you go into the booth. That was the great part. You do something down by the ice. Like, it's a really fun time. They've had Thomas Middleditch do it. They Mm -hmm. had Snoop, Haley Joel Osment, um, Retta from Parks and Rec. Snoop was the best. Well, I don't know if he will retain that title. Mm -hmm. Because tonight... Thursday, March 21st, legendary anchorman and broadcaster Ron Burgundy will be part of the LA Kings telecast as he what joins. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? Well, it that does. That just happened. It does. I it thought does. it was Saturday night in LA or something like that. It's always a Saturday. They're doing it tonight? Maybe that's all the only time Will could do it. Maybe. Yeah. It's Saturday night until we get Will Ferrell. Right. He says yeah. he can only do it on <laughs> Thursday. Thursdays, then he'll yeah. do it. And it's Thursday night in America. <laughs> well, it says he's doing it tonight with uh, awesome. Jim Fox, Alex Faust, obviously in the booth. Um, obviously expert commentary. Of course. Mm-hmm. In the booth. Do you think that um, Ron Burgundy is a huge hockey fan? Oh, I think like any sport, he knows nothing. 
Excellent. And all, Excellent. all of his references will be like of like 1940s hockey players that <laughs> some so. research intern has written down right. for him. Be like, why are they wearing helmets? Yeah. They didn't wear helmets when I used to watch. <laughs> oh, I can't I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's gonna be I'm great. sure we'll be playing clips. Absolutely. Any of you uh check Senator Cory Booker on Ellen yesterday? Nope. Did not. He was on just talking all about his girlfriend, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, he's putting all the all the eggs in that basket, huh? Sure, sure is. Saying what? Like, I, I, from what I understand, he's, like, been hinting to the idea that there could always be a White House wedding. He said it again yesterday. Oh, uh, wow. But he's joking, of course, that huh. if it gets into marriage territory, I'll have a White House wedding with Rosario. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Calm your tease, Cory Booker. It's just, it's like you're watching someone that finally has a hot girlfriend and all they want to do <laughs> yep. is talk about it. Yep. And this just saying, Cory Booker, you're running for president. Talk about that, yeah, maybe. not running for homecoming king. Maybe a little bit more than your new hot girlfriend, Rosario Dawson. It just, it was really uncomfortable. And I don't want to say cringy, but cringy. And I, I like the dude. I think he's very personable. But... Mm. Do you want to talk about Rosario? <laughs> Just cool. Plus the Lincoln bedroom, huh? Yeah. Right? All right. going to nail her in that room, right? <laughs> oh. Can I just give you um, a quote and see sure. if this is something that someone running for president should be talking about on Ellen? Please. As our love relationship oh, no. grows, oh, it's difficult, oh, but God. she's just been a deeply soulful person that has taught me a lot of lessons about love already. And sometimes you show the greatest strength when no! you make... When you make yourself vulnerable. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm with that oh, guy. God. She really has this nurturing spirit that's made me more courageous, not just in the love that I project and want to see in our country, but even in our personal Jesus, relationship. Is still love, going? This is the girl from Josie and the Pussycats? To love more fearlessly. So I'm very, very blessed to be with someone who makes me a better person. I think he's a pussy. That's something you write on your six-month anniversary in a card. Six-year anniversary. Well. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Mm. Mm. It's just, uh, it's a, a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot. It almost guarantees that it's not going to work out. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> One. This, is, this is the benefit of politics. Absolutely. <laughs> we were just talking about Jessica Simpson on Monday mm-hmm. and the picture that she posted of her very pregnant belly, and she posted the words gestation. And how I didn't see her at the doctor. And you did not see her at the doctor, and you did not say that she looked miserable because she was right. so ready. None of that stuff was She said. did not look like a pot roast. Well, she definitely had her baby. Baby, you guys. Ooh. On March 19th, she welcomed little Birdie Mae Johnson. Yeah! Birdie Mae. Isn't that, isn't that a first lady already? Birdie Mae Johnson? It just sounds <laughs> like it. Birdie Mae Johnson does sound like she sits in a rocking chair all month. I knitting. love it. Yeah, I knitting. love that name so very much. Weighing in at 10, 10 pounds. I was going to wow. say 10 ounces. 10 pounds. That's a, a, that's a big boy. That's a big baby. Huge, and now it makes yeah. sense as to why it looked exactly. like she was going to burst at any exactly. moment. Um, she has two other kids with her husband, Former NFL player Eric Johnson, a son named Ace, and a daughter Maxwell. So, congratulations to Jessica Simpson. He's a former NFL player in the same way I'm like a former rapper. <laughs> like we did it professionally, but like also. But can you really say, can you you say it? it? Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> so, some dude named Eric and her had a yeah, kid. There you go. Excellent. Let's be honest. Some birthdays for you: Gary Oldman, Rosie O'Donnell, Matthew Broderick, and someone I have not seen in uh, the Bond movies because he was not even on my top three of Bonds that okay. I wanted to watch. 
Do you remember him in License to Kill or The Living Daylights? Who was uh, that gone? License to Kill. Uh, I mean, is it? It's not Roger Moore. It's Mm-mm. not Sean Connery. Mm-mm. It's not Pierce Brosnan. Mm-mm. I mean, who's? I, I, I'm not a Bond. Expert, I don't know, guys. Timothy Dalton. Okay, I, Timothy it would have taken. Me I don't think I saw any weeks to get there. Timothy Dalton. All right. He was also in Mary Queen of Scots. And uh, hot fuzz for a minute. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Right now, it's time for dumb. I love these stories uh, because they're not me. No, they Got, could be at any moment. They though. could be very well be. Mm-hmm. Six men in court after stripping off and throwing poo at each other on train. Oh. Wait, what? Surprised. Some of the poop grenades, in quotes, <laughs> went astray and struck a female passenger. Oh. Can that be counted as assault? Absolutely. Yes. That seems bad, right? You could yeah. absolutely. I mean, throwing poo at someone is assault. Yeah. Uh, the group, age 21 to 27, and males, of course, are also accused of loudly discussing their sexual exploits and asking passengers to expo- expose themselves. This is six dudes on a train? Yep. Good God. They all face one charge of doing an act of outraging public decency while traveling. Too long of a charge. That was a charge. Uh, In the category of what are we paying you for? uh, Twenty cops disciplined for eating firefighters' snacks. Oh. So it's long been in uh, Michigan. It's long been the policy that the fire department says, "Hey, police department, come on over anytime. Use the restroom if you'd like." Take some of our snacks if you'd like. You're welcome. Mikasa Sukasa. Correct. That's Mm -hmm. nice. So then they did some remodeling and they took their snacks and they put them behind a locked door. And they kept disappearing. Mm. So then the fire department complained. The police department started an investigation. (laughs) They went to the security cameras, found 20 different cops in the police department using a credit card to open the door and get the snacks. <laughs> they took all that time to do all of that, and then the fire chief said, "Okay, now that we figured out what it was, you can all have access to our food again." What a roller coaster! Wow! What, what are we paying them for? Uh, What's happening here? How nice is the fire department? Sure, you stole from us, but here <laughs> we'll make it easier for you instead of shimmying or jimmying open a cabinet. You can shimmy it's, it. I know that's how I open doors. <laughs> Those are the firefighters you like. <laughs> In the category of uh, don't do something illegal while you're doing something illegal, mm-hmm. in Scotts Valley, California, a few miles from Santa Cruz, a man was under investigation for receiving fraudulent wel- welfare payments going back more than 10 years. Okay. In the course of the investigation, the cops discovered that the welfare recipient had purchased a house valued at $1.1 million. Wow, that's quite an expensive house. For a guy on welfare. They got a warrant, they searched the man's house, and they found 115 marijuana plants, 90 pounds of processed pot for resale, $115,000 in cash, Mm -hmm. 10 pounds of cannabis resin, Mm -hmm. and 1,100 vape pen cartridges containing cannabis resin. Smoke hmm. weed every day. I don't think that's the point. No, right? no, no. He should smoke weed every he day. He should smoke weed every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had and, enough. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a couple that I have audio from. This one uh, is one of my favorites because I got to be honest, I'm surprised and disappointed in myself that I don't have a t-shirt cannon. 
Yeah, that seem you've like, talked about it. Yeah. That's something I should have. Yeah. And I have so many t-shirts for ammo. Yeah, oh. he, he wanted a t-shirt cannon, and then when you saw that hot dog cannon, oh. right? That's kind of Yeah, and I emailed Jimmy, and I said, there's got to be a way I can get my hands on a t-shirt cannon or a hot dog right. cannon. And he's like, I'm sure that could be arranged. Yeah. And stupid me didn't follow up. Yeah, got to send imagine that follow-up. having like a double, though? Like you could press a button, and it's hot dogs, press a button, and it's shirts. That'd be pretty strong. Nice. And then you could choose depending on yeah, who you're yeah. shooting it at. Whatever you're in the mood for. An Oklahoma woman was arrested after authorities say she used a T-shirt gun to launch contraband into a prison. She packed it full of contraband (laughs) and then shot it over the fence. She should be celebrated. That's what I'm saying. And a new Legal woman is in jail tonight, accused of using a T-shirt gun to launch contraband over the wall at the North Fort Prison in Sayre. Now listen to all the stuff that she launched. Genius. Security says they saw the package launched over the fence, and then state troopers pulled over Carrie Jo Hickman not far from the prison. DOC says the package of contraband contained a cell phone, earbuds, chargers, meth, pot, and tobacco. Why <laughs> <laughs> did meth not lead that off? So calmly. She's like, earbuds... Math, right. really? Yeah, that's a lot to put in a in a t-shirt kind yeah. of cannon, right? Yes, that's crazy. DOC says the package of contraband contained a cell phone, earbuds, chargers, meth, pot, and tobacco. Troopers say they found that t-shirt gun and another package inside Hickman's car. Records show Hickman has several drug convictions and just got out of prison in January. Oh, well. Just got out of prison in January. She'll be bad. Where'd she pick up? Where's she just driving around getting a t-shirt done? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stop it. CVS? That's my thing is where do you find those? Yeah, you just I mean, stumble. there has to be a place because obviously all sports teams have them. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, I, got- I mean, I assume maybe she stopped by a minor league baseball game. I got to get me one. That's yeah. all there is to it. And I don't know if you guys saw the uh, police chase uh, Tuesday night. In Pacoima. Oh, good. There's a slow speed chase and one of the weirdest endings. And you know, I love the car chases. And every single time, the ending is usually dull. The guy gets out, puts his hands behind his head, and the rest of blah, blah. The end of this chase was spectacular. We begin with breaking news at 11 and a pursuit ending like no other. The pit maneuver we have seen many times, but it's what happened right after that was so unusual. The suspect had some maneuvers of his own. All right, so the pit maneuver, of course, is when the cop hits the back of the car in front Mm -hmm. of him and it spins it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. tail out. And then they all sort of surround him and he's, he's caught. Turns out he gets out of the car. Puts on a little dance performance right in the middle of Laurel Canyon Boulevard. He gets out of the car oh. and starts break dancing. Was he good? Yes. Awesome. Pardon from me. <laughs> well, multiple officers surround him. He does an impromptu little dance here, as you see. Our own Chris Christie was live overhead in Air 7 HD. This is how Chris called it as that suspect started to bust a move. Oh, okay. <laughs> suspect doing some break dancing here in the... Middle of the roadway, and he is definitely playing games with officers now, putting on quite a show for the CHP helicopter, which has now arrived on scene as well. Maybe he thought he was on a spotlight. We don't know. No! <laughs> no, no. No! A lot of better jokes could have went no. there. Yeah. So he thinks he could dance. Right? Shortly <laughs> after that dance performance, he got on his knees, put his hands on his head like he was supposed to, and cuffed by CHP officers and taken into custody. This pursuit began in Calabasas as a failure to yield... It went across the 101, the 405, and the 118 freeways before ending on Laurel Canyon Boulevard in Pacoima. Wow. Imagine Jeez. break dancing with cops surrounding you, pointing their gun at you. Yeah. I mean, that's that pressure. How did you know my fetish? That's a competition <laughs> show I would watch. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll tell you that right now. Dumb. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Right now, Jensen is here. 
with... Get up, get on up. All right, wish me luck here. Uh, wish you luck. Yeah, this one's going to be a little difficult to explain. Right. Over the last six months of me being on the show, I think the number one thing that people have reached out to me about, and it's sh- kind of shocking, mm-hmm. uh, most people have asked me about sneakers. Well, yeah, okay, because yeah. you've talked about how you have a collection. And... I'm a shoe head, mm-hmm. as everyone sure. knows. Could have right. went sneakerhead, went the other way. Sure. Um, and so I, you know, but I talk about pinball and wrestling and things that I'm into. Mm-hmm. But I don't really uh, people. I would say I've gotten maybe twenty to thirty messages just asking me how to start, how to get into yeah. the game. If I think these shoes are good, if they should pick up this one, are these comfortable? Are these good for collectors? Do you do it for an investment or not at all? That's a great question uh, that I don't know the answer to. Okay. I have uh, probably 150 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. I would say I rotate around 10 of them. So Really? Yeah, How many of them are unopened? Oh, well, they're all opened. Oh, they are? Okay. Okay. Yeah. When I when I got engaged to Danielle, she was uh, smart enough to work through my OCD right. and say, we'll pull them out of boxes and we'll get you cases. So I have like this very cool display that she mm-hmm. bought me for Valentine's Day one year that's all like... Uh, Plastic open cases, so, so you I can, can see them exactly. Oh, that's pretty Easy. cool. Okay, still the disease is strong and prevalent that but I don't wear them. You only wear about yeah. ten. Yeah, interesting. But I'll, but then eventually I'll throw those away, and then new ones go into the rotation. Okay, so I'm not that unhealthy, but I do love shoes, and it seems that other people do too. But it is a daunting hobby, mm-hmm. a daunting thing to get into. It can be an expensive thing too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to help them out, and this is the easiest way for me to do so. And I assume that you. Uh, don't have the kind of time that like a 15-year-old Fairfax High School student has where you have to like wait in line right. for hours and maybe even Sometimes like days. Overnight. And then online, yeah. even when they're released, it takes five seconds mm-hmm. and they're sold out. And right. these are mostly Nikes or what I collect. Mm-hmm. But this happens with, you know, the Kanye Reeboks and uh, Adidas and, mm-hmm. you know, all those things that are going on. So here we go, guys. This is an app. And it's for the casual fan who's looking to get cool sneakers. Okay. Casual yeah. fan. So casual. you don't have to start a collection and do all that 150 At pair crap. All. You could just get into cool sneakers. It's called StockX. Okay. It's downloadable. A lot of people might know about it already. But I think um, when I've been taking these questions from listeners, no one knows what it is. StockX. Founded in 2015 by Detroit native Josh Luber. It's a partnership with the Cleveland Cavaliers owner, Dan Gilbert. You know oh, him because wow. he went sure. in and out of fights with LeBron James. But he's also an investor and an entrepreneur. And StockX is an online marketplace for buying and selling sneakers online with a very easy-to-follow interface. And all you need is a beginner-level knowledge of the shoe game, which is mm-hmm. just basically, I like these. Right. That's all you need right. to know. Uh, the site acts as a middleman between buyers and sellers. It's a secondary market kind of thing and it helps uh, kind of change the arduous and sometimes shady task of using ebay or craigslist to buy sneakers can you use like filters for the stuff that you really like versus stuff absolutely you, don't like? you could okay. put a heart on it and then it ends up in your you know sort of in your cash so you okay. can see what you're into all right uh for every purchase made on the app, StockX uses a staff of almost now 500 employees uh, to find experts to make sure everything you purchase is authentic and guaranteed mm. to be so. Wow. Now, this is a problem. Sneakers is such a big business now that you have um, factories in China recreating them and um, having a whole new business for just bootlegs. Right. So shoes that cost, you know, there's shoes on this app that I'm not encouraging you to buy, but there are thousands of dollars worth of shoes. Wow. But then there's normal, 150, whatever. That's uh, okay. a lot, by the way. 
Yeah, there's a ton of money for sneakers. So you no longer have to worry about scammers or fakes, but also the site works as a stock market of sorts, hence the name. You can easily track the aftermarket value of these shoes, what they're selling for, and how many people are buying them. Uh, they also include streetwear, watches, and handbags. Now, I'm just putting you onto the sneakers part. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you could buy something on the site, you could either purchase it immediately for the price the seller is looking to sell it for. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you're selling it, you put it up, you say, I want $150 for that. Oh, good, I'll buy that. Click the button. So this is a secondary market, though. Absolutely. So the, so the guy who had it may have bought it for 99 bucks, he and he's selling it for 150 And it's right there on the site. You okay. can see how much he paid for it retail as well. All right. I just looked up a shoe that I had a long time ago. Sure. And I'm going to tell you, they were the most comfortable shoes, you know, when I'm out there balling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. They were the Grand Hill Fila 95. Great shoes. The greatest. Great they shoes. They were so great. And I, they re-released them recently. He, yeah, I thought he was super cute. That's why I got the shoe. Of sure. course. 228 is the lowest ask. Yeah, so, you so can I buy can it. now buy or bid. And on the same page, it should tell you the retail, so you can decide whether wow. or not that's a good purchase. This is fantastic. And then on top of that, as you see, you wait, can see. Wait, there's purses. Right. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I said. I said okay, I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh. also, the other cool part is you can see what other people are paying for the Grant Hills right now currently on the site. Amazing. Now, do so, you look at this in case you want to get rid of some? I've Jensen? done that. Like, I've done that. Like, this one is through yeah. the roof. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'll sell it. Yes, yeah. that happens all the time. No I kidding. normally keep them, but I do buy a lot on this site. And that works. Sometimes you can get shoes for under retail. Wow. So if wow. there's a lot on the site, it costs 180 if you go to, like, a Foot Locker. But on the site right now, it could be $140. Uh, the seller pays about 8% to 9.5% fee to StockX. Mm-hmm. The buyer doesn't give any money okay. to StockX. Um, and that's basically... Um, you have to do that uh, and, and link it up to your credit card or PayPal. So there's no such thing as not giving the money immediately. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. So like, you're, there's no world where the guy doesn't pay you on eBay. It just takes out the money. Over $2 million is currently being traded daily on StockX Daily. 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 $2 million. Uh, once it sells, you sh- the, buy, uh, the seller ships the item to StockX within two days. They have to do it within two days. Okay. And then it's authenticated by StockX itself. They put a little tag on it uh, if the sell is real. The company is owned alongside Quicken Loans. It has now raised over $50 million in investors. It could take on way more, but it's decided to sort of uh, just use their own dough. And they're even opening drop-off locations in London, New York, Los Angeles. So if you sell something, you drop it off, you get the money immediately. So you never have to worry about something not being real because if it's sent to StockX and they don't authenticate it, 
the sale doesn't sale, go through. Sale ends. I actually had that happen. Wow. So I bought a pair of shoes. They shipped it within two days. StockX sent me a nice email that said, hey, listen, man, we're not going to send you the shoes. Giving you your money back. We're sending it back to seller. We can't authenticate. That's fantastic. It's incredible. But the wow. best. Do you know if they have purses? <laughs> Purses and watches. <laughs> did you mention the watches too? She was he technically did. looking at the site already when I said it. But here's the thing, guys. I'm telling you, there's competition out there like Grailed Goat, uh, which was recently purchased by Foot Locker for $100 million, one of their competition. Stadium Goods. This is a business now. Basically, mm. finding secondary shoe market. You will be surprised. You'll love it. You'll be like, oh, these look great. And then 150 bucks. I'll buy these. It will happen to you. I will start your disease. Oh, StockX no. is the easiest way to do it at really good prices. And that is my get up on this. Get up, get on 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 up on this. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Um, let's talk about bad interview. Like job interviews. Yeah, you gave yeah. a bad interview. Maybe you're the employer mm-hmm. who interviewed somebody or you're the possible employee. Yeah. There were several interviews that I had that I remember walking out and thinking to myself, no idea what happened. Yeah. I don't even remember. Did it go well? I don't know. Who cares? You, just, you blacked out. Yeah, I don't know. It's just because you're nervous mm-hmm. and you think you're answering wrong. Yeah. Like you're trying to figure out what they want to hear to make sure right. that you get hired. I don't know. It's just, it's a very nerve wracking thing. I mean, I guess my, I'm very, I'm not good at auditions. Right. Like I'm sort I'm de- of the same thing. Yeah, I'm decent at interviews, but I'm very bad at auditions. So I feel like it's up to the, each person as to where they nail it or just fail. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've walked out of auditions before and just been like, oh, if they hired me, they'd be idiots. Like, I almost feel like I would lose respect for I them. I should email them now and yeah. let them know. Let them know. I'm taking myself out of the run. I have thought many times walking out, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Oh, sure, <laughs> just, sure. There's no possible way that's going to happen. So we're going to take your calls if you're on either side. If you're mm-hmm. the employee and you did an interview that was, you nailed it or didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, disasters are always funnier. Right. Or if you're an employer that had people come in and uh, do interviews. I don't know if you guys remember this in uh, Step Brothers. Oh, yes. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. Yes. But this is them uh, doing interviews for jobs that they really didn't want. Yeah. So they were trying to fail them. Mr. Huff, under your references, uh, you listed Dale Dobeck, which I know is this gentleman, but you also listed Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Yeah, we, we are looking for people we can contact. <laughs> <laughs> we want to tell you the stuff we're not good at. Our weaknesses. So we're clear up front. Okay. We're not generally comfortable in an office setting, I would say. I get cooped up. I won't go into an office that's ever been used before. I am (laughs) no good before 11 (laughs) a.m. Just trying desperately to not get that job. I also get headaches from computers, so I can't be around them for too long. I take stuff. I need to have someone go up and down with me in the elevator. I have a weakness for sweets. Other weaknesses? We're slow learners, and we're not particularly good listeners. That'll be uh, that'll be a huge problem. We're also slow learners. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking to hire guys that I don't mind hanging out with for like 12 hours a day. You guys seem like cool guys. You got hair similar to mine. You wear tuxedos to the interview. That's funny. It's ironic. I get that. You're kind of underplaying the whole formality of it. I think that's funny as hell. So let's do this. You know, you guys are hired. You're in. You know, unless you're like the weirdest guys ever, and I don't see it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Was that a fart? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, why is that my favorite part of Step Brothers? Was I don't Seth know. Rogan just like, what? I don't know, because when I was playing the clip, it kept going, kept going. And as soon as the fart was coming up, Allie put both hands up <laughs> yeah. in the air like it was a victory. <laughs> it was, it was her favorite part of the song at the concert. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> I, I, what, I, ever had, I guess the only thing I've ever had is I interviewed people for the art gallery that, that I own. Mm-hmm. And a, a, a woman once came in to interview for the manager position and was about 40 minutes late Mm -hmm. to the interview. She walks in and I was looking for like my car broke down. I was looking for an excuse. like Something Something to explain. Because that's way way too late for just... That's really late. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so she didn't give me one of those emergency excuses, Mm -hmm. which I listened for at first. And then I just honestly looked at her and was like, listen, I, I could waste your time or I could just tell you that it's not a good way to start off an interview by being 40 minutes late, not really having like a crazy excuse. I was like, so let's just call it a day and uh, you can walk out and, you know, and, and maybe we'll have a, a position down the road and you could come in and interview for that one and be, and on, maybe time. be on time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then she just snapped. No, she just oh. didn't, she just didn't know what to say. So it was yeah. just staring at each other for maybe 40 seconds. No. Well, that yeah. seems like forever. Like she talked a little bit, but right. I mean, it was like we mostly just stared at each other for right. about 30 to 40 seconds. Why didn't seconds. she just get up and walk out? I don't know. I gave her the, I gave her the out and yeah. she was just Pretty like, strong out. she was like, what if, what if I, well, like we could just, we could just start. No, I'm just staring at her and she's staring at me. What if we just start over? And I was like, well, I, that's kind of, I found, I, I, basically I said I had other candidates earlier that are really good and right. they weren't late. So, right. I'm going to move. So I guess if I ever die or my house burns down, we know who it was. When we had uh, interns, we would have them come in and do Mm -hmm. interviews, and Omar would sit in just to torture them. And it really sort of was hard to watch because you know how nervous they are. Mm -hmm. And they're in a room of like five of us and only one of them. And they would shake all of our hands, and then they would get around to Omar, and they would reach out their hand, and Omar would just look at the hand and then go, I don't shake hands. <laughs> what a t- <laughs> And oh I got to tell you, God. as cruel as that seemed, you find a, out a lot about a person uh-huh. when that happens. Because do, can, are they able to roll with it? Can right. they just go, all right, fine, sit down? Like, what kind of confidence level do they have? Right. He we was doing yeah. it to be a dick. We sure. have a very safe work environment here. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. what you're saying. <laughs> That's what we're saying, sure. Yeah. All right, let's take one phone call. 1-800-520-1067. Uh, then we'll take a break and take more. Uh, Steven is calling from Long Beach. Good morning, Steven. Good morning. So I was a uh, producer on a pretty major television show back in the early 2000s, and it's a, sh- a show that Ali loves. Anyway, I was looking for a production coordinator. We interviewed this young lady who was working on a... Okay, I hate to do this to you, but our phones are crap, so you're just going to have to get right to the punchline, okay? Just tell us exactly at the end. Okay. I'm interviewing her, and I asked her what about what is the job she was working on, and she started bawling and crying <gasps> because she hated the job so much. And I just didn't, you know, I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? She finally got her to stop crying. And I actually, she was, I hired her. She was the best production coordinator I ever had. Really? That ended nice. Who could have seen that coming? Can you imagine, though, being so miserable at the job you're at that you're sobbing trying to get another job? And and you have to be thinking in your head, this is ruining my chance for this job because I'm sobbing. Oh, I'm glad it worked out. Same. Thank you, Stephen. 1-800-520-1067 is the number. We'll take your calls. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's talk to Jeff in Rancho Cucamonga. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you. So, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, Thank you. So I had been interviewing for an assistant in my department 
uh, last year or two years ago, and this woman came in and she was wearing a see-through shirt. Oh, when she came for the interview. How has she worked and, out? Uh, well, I didn't hire her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good for you, Jeff. Good for you. You married her. <laughs> yeah. She's now my wife. Um, yeah, it was just it was really strange. Like I never had that. I've interviewed a lot of people before, but. I mean, all the women in the front office and, and everything just, they kind of gave me the, a crooked eye. You know, they looked at me like, what the heck? You know, like, who comes into an interview wearing that? That is an odd know? move. Can I ask what the job was? Uh, it's a, an assistant. She's just going to be my assistant to, uh, like, an administrative assistant type of position. Well, hmm. Hmm. I think you're, I, I think okay. the meetings that she set up would be a lot more fun. I'm saying, right? <laughs> we are talking about uh, interviews are very, very stressful. And we're talking about interview horror stories, whether you're the interviewer or the interviewee. Uh, let's start with line seven and Chris in Anaheim. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning. Hey. So your story looks pretty bizarre. <laughs> yeah, so I was a uh, retail manager a few years ago, and I remember talking to a kid in front of my store and uh first question i asked him was like you know why do you want to work here and he said well i like the product you sell and out of nowhere i hear a voice from behind no it's because he's going to work hard and if he doesn't you know his mom's going to beat him up and i turn around and i'm like is that your mom are you kidding and he nodded no i'm not it was wow. his mom so every, yeah it was his mom so every time i asked him a question if she didn't like the answer um she would answer for him Unreal. Oh, that poor kid. She's a snowplow or yep. whatever. Unreal. Oh, that poor kid. How did it end? Just no way because she was too much trouble? I just gave it a couple more minutes. I said, you know what? Uh, we're talking to a lot of applicants. I'll uh, give you a call. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll call your mom. That poor kid's yes. like, please, I just want to get out of the house. Please help me. I'm handcuffed to this table. Oh. Help. Thank you for the call. Uh, we appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Laura, who's calling us from Huntington Beach. Good morning, Laura. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. So this is about my husband. Um, he was interviewing for his very first teaching job. And, you know, he's excited. He's nervous. He talks with his hands a lot. Mm-hmm. And as he's talking, he moves his arm and knocks over this vase that was on the principal's desk, and it shattered. Oh, no. Yeah. He's like, but he got the job. He got the job. Yeah. Plus, very memorable. How about that? The principal's remember remember vase guy? I'm hiring him. Yeah. I like it. My nightmare. Yeah. My nightmare is looking down and seeing if there's, like, ashes on the floor. Oh, no. That's my dad. Oh, no. Oh, man. Luckily, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Thank God. Thank you very much, Laura, for the call. We appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Lena in Pasadena. Hi there. Hi. Good morning. Long time listener. First time caller. Thank you. Love love you guys. My parents used to listen to you as I was driving to school. You have terrible um, parents, so but anyway. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So I went in an interview for a hostess job at one of like uh, one of the high end restaurant groups in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was early two thousand, so I had like red fire engine colored uh, uh, tips of my hair. Right. And uh, it was dyed, and, you know, Gwen Stefani, she's my love. So anyways, um, he's like, all right, so we'll hire you, but you have to hide your hair. I'm like, okay, so... um, Hide your hair? I'm there. Yeah, hide my hair, because they didn't like that it was bright red. What did you do? Wear wear a hat? No, I just, like, put it in a bun or braided it. Okay. 
So I actually braided it that day, and it was the first day. It was kind of a soft opening, and the family that owned that restaurant group was seated in the front of the restaurant, and so I was, they said, oh, the, the I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going to tell me that she doesn't like my hair. And so I go over, and she compliments my hair. Yes. Loving it. And, and, I, and she's this older white lady, and her name was Bunny. <laughs> and she just loved my hair. God and bless and Bunny. That's great. awesome. Well, you also. Yeah, and so I got to stay, and yeah, so it was great. Well, watch your language when you're in front of the owner is what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. In front of Bunny. I know, right? Sorry about <laughs> that. No worries. Yeah. Okay, I, like, I like your hair and your language. <laughs> Thank you for calling. All right, let's go to Nathan in Santa Ana. Good morning, Nathan. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, morning. thank you. Yeah, so um, I was uh, hiring, uh, I was applying to be a server at a proven restaurant, mm-hmm. and um, I get there, and the, the lady, the owner, comes and sits me down and starts to interview me right away. Okay. And uh, mid-interview, I can only imagine what would be her son, the manager, comes over, walks over to us at the table, slams his hands on the table, and says, no, we're not hiring any servers right now. No. And what? the owner, the lady says, oh, yes, we are. And they go back and forth. <laughs> and it progressively gets louder and louder and louder. We're not in a private room. We're in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> Everyone eating starts looking at us. And they... <laughs> so and they, basically the owner, the owner like, and the manager start fighting in the middle of your interview. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like a chill place to wow. work. <laughs> Did you get it, yeah. or did you just oh, say, God. I'll be right back and leave? Yeah, I just kind of, like, grabbed my resume and snuck away. <laughs> <That's nuts. laughs> this is like a bar rescue episode. <laughs> you don't want any part of that. No. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Jasmine in Long Beach. Good morning, Jasmine. Hi, good morning. Talking about uh, interview horror stories. Yeah, so I was, like, 19, 20 interviewing for Bath & Body, and the lady takes me to the middle of the food court, and she's rude the entire time. It's just any answer I gave her, trying to tell her I'm a good worker, and she was just she just kept telling me, well, what makes you think we don't already have that? Wow. Oh. And it, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. So, you know, I just kept going. I'm, I'm really good at, at just lying on the spot. Mm-hmm. And in the end, they gave me a second interview, but then they canceled it and gave that same interview to my older sister. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it has to be your and older sister. my sister was late for the appointment or for the interview, and they didn't give her the job. But it was just like after they called me. They called my sister right next to me and gave her the same day, same time. Yeah, Jasmine, do you have an older sister or something that we could talk to? Yeah, basically. Can you pass the phone to your sister? (laughs) Yeah, that's like what a creepy boyfriend says. (laughs) Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Garen in Upland. Hi there. Hey, good morning. Good Good, morning. Good morning to you, too. You're going to do really well in business with Theranos. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, definitely, huh? Go ahead. Uh, so I, I had a set up the day aside for uh, interviews on uh, an outside sales role in my previous company. And uh, this lady comes in very, very good looking, dressed very nice. And uh, I could tell she's not wearing any underwear, but no big deal on that. And uh, she didn't <laughs> know anything about what we did. So I asked her, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to learn about this industry? And she said, I will dissect anything I can and uh, be the best I can at it. And she looks at me straight dead in the eye and goes, just like your management style, I'll dissect it, I'll learn about it, 
and I will suck the bone completely dry. No, she didn't say that. This is a movie you watched. She didn't say that. He swears. Allie, Allie. Speaking about sucking the bone dry, call me later. Jerry, <laughs> how dare you? Dare you. Send a picture. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Right now, it's time for what's happening. You guys, Bill and Ted, right? Right. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. They did Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Well, yesterday, we saw Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves standing there at the Hollywood Bowl about to make an announcement. And, well, I'll just let them tell you. Hi, I'm Alex Winter. And I'm Keanu Reeves. And together, we are Wild Stallions. And we are here at the Hollywood Bowl, where we'll never play. Never play. But we're here to announce something. Yes. We want to say thank you to you, the fans. We do. Because it looks like we might... Actually... Hopefully... Make a movie this summer. Bill and Ted 3. Face the music. Yes. And it is all because of you guys, and so we owe you a huge debt of gratitude, and we wanted to say thank you. Thank you. And be excellent. Be excellent. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> It's not a great announcement. <laughs> is it I really? Mean, Did they talk it, up, it out at all? Right. <laughs> so the two films. We just films, sort of want to say I mean, the. We got a movie. We got, we're gonna do a thing. I guess we gotta, we'll shoot it. There's a movie. We're gonna do a, a film. Uh, <laughs> we'll work on it. We're gonna do. We'll read a script. We haven't written it yet, but uh, I hope it works. It'll out. be good. Be excellent. You guys, the first movies were released in 1989 and 1991. Why so soon? Wow. For Bill and Ted Face the Music. Do you want to know what it's about? Sure. Sure. Yet to fulfill their rock and roll destiny, the now middle-aged friends set out on a new adventure. Middle-aged is kind, by the way. When a visitor from the future warns them that they're... Their song, and only their song, can save life as we know it and bring harmony to the universe. Along the way, they're going to be helped by friends, family, and a few music legends. I feel this is going to be extremely cameo heavy. I believe so. Yeah. Old friends and a few music legends. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's going to be in theaters August 21st, 2020. So get to filming, you toots. Alex Winter went on to become a pretty good documentarian. Yeah, he did. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. he made like a documentary on Bitcoin. I know he's working on one right now for HBO about child stars. Wow. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Jensen. Yes. When did you think, you know what, this is this is a good relationship. I would like Danielle to meet my mother. How soon into dating? Uh, I think she met my mom about 
two months in? Yeah, three months in. That seems like yeah. around the time. About three months is when you're like. Because in is... the past, I was bringing her on first dates, and that was. That's you're bringing your That's mom weird. on first dates? Yeah, because like you know, <laughs> you brought her to the job interview here. Remember? Right. That's true, because you know what, she has she has good good ideas, good instincts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, another couple, which again, how how is this real? Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson were out, and he met her mom, Judy. They went out to dinner. Here's why I'm telling you, not only that he's meeting her mom, Mm -hmm. but it was a celebratory dinner because it was the, well, not celebratory, but it was the 40th anniversary of her father's death. So they get together and kind of mourn and chat about dad and that type of thing. And Robert. And they brought Pete Davidson. What's happening, you guys? I, I, I this is a guy. I, I, uh, I feel like he's soon gonna get a tattoo for her dad. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. Like I just feel like he gets involved in these things too fast. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Does he just? He needs to feel loved. Is that it? Is that the? I don't guess. we all? I mean, really? Yeah, we all do. But I just feel like he. But there's a level of def- desperation where yeah. you're getting a tattoo immediately is a right. little scary. Right. It's just like you know that one friend you have where they start dating someone and they are like super into real fast. This is it. He's the one. The and one. then you roll your eyes mm-hmm. and you're like, Ugh. and then they break up and then she knows not to do it again or he knows not to do it again. Right. This is the exact. This person just keeps doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's like I roll. I roll. I roll. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, if you so were... So two in, months is a long time for him, then. That would, two, two months, months is, they'd be married. Married and a child. Yeah, kids and stuff. It's insanity. Yeah. Absolute insanity, you guys. <laughs> I don't think we need that, puppy girl. Not a great sound, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. We've got Timothy Dalton. I, uh, I don't want to watch his Bond movies. Is that bad? Like, uh, now that I'm a Bond watcher... You've seen two. It's right. You've seen two. I think you're good. Yeah. There are others that you should see. Yeah. All I right. Think you're good. Okay. Rosie O'Donnell, I don't want to watch Smilf. Good, because it was it's canceled. It's over now, yeah. It's over. Although, I would watch Rosie O'Donnell as Bond. <laughs> I'd be annoyed. Oh it would be a very different movie. <laughs> I would watch it. Gary Oldman, I'll, I'll watch anything that yep, dude same. does. And Matthew Broderick, right? Another right. good Bond. Matthew Broderick would be good. No. <laughs> he would good God. You've never seen a Bond movie. No, I haven't. No, you caught me. <laughs> okay, all right. You caught me. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. Omar Khan is in the studio. DJ, um, DJ Omar Khan. DJ please. Omar Khan. Uh, Omar, please. Oh, oh right. Thank <laughs> you. for this guy. Hot Omar. <laughs> you're like a Wu-Tang fan member. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we've been telling everybody all day that you're a creep. I'm not a creep, guys. Uh, well, we'll mm, be the judge of that. That's okay. what a creep would say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so this past Sunday, we had a birthday party for my daughter, and uh, during the middle of it, there was a bit of commotion indoors because there was a, a yellow jacket in, in inside. Mm-hmm. And have you ever been stung by a yellow jacket? I have not. Oh, it hurts like a mother. Not only do I do I hear that it hurts, but if you happen to be allergic, oh, yeah. it can kill you or do some serious damage, right? So this is what my sister-in-law tells me. She tells me, if the yellow jacket is aggressive enough to come indoors, you probably have a nest nearby. <gasps> no. Yeah. So she, you need to kind of, you know, check around and make maybe like sure. like around your roof or something? Around a, a your tree? roof, around uh, maybe a tree uh, uh, under the eaves or something. A you neighbor's need to check bedroom? This out, you know? <laughs> we'll get to that. Is your sister-in-law so, like so, a biologist? How does she, uh, right? How does she know that? I don't, I don't know. Oh, why did you question is, but, but she's like freaking me out. So I was like, oh. okay, you know, so she's, but she's like, you know what, try to find it. Um, I'll get my beekeeper suit. Check, right, <laughs> check under your eaves and uh, call the bug guy. They'll take care of it. 
it. No okay. problem. But just make sure, you know, if you look around. So on or Monday. a bee just flew in your house. I mean, uh, that's also possible. Right. Maybe that is possible, but okay. a yellow jacket. I guess it's not really that common for yellow jackets to be in our area. I don't okay. know. Okay. This is what I've been told. And I'm like, You're well. going on very shaky information. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I saw the bee movie with Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> and I know what he did. So. so for me, there's no downside. And, I, you know, I don't want my kids to get stung. Sure. And uh, so on Monday, I grab, uh, you know, I start looking around, you know, the house. And I have a two-story house. And I can't really see under the eaves clearly. But I have these. Uh, I went to Yellowstone a couple of years, and I have these really cool binoculars that can mm-hmm. see really far. Right, right, hold. Right, for Yellowstone. Uh, this, is, uh, where, <laughs> this is where Omar starts to build the defense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. So, 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 I'm, I'm, I get Let's the binoculars. Let's call this segment from this point on evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So, I'm, I'm looking under the eaves, and I'm checking everything out, and everything looks super normal. There's nothing going around on my, in my house. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, okay. now you think. So, I think, oh, maybe it's uh, the neighbors, right? So, I, I go on one side. And I'm looking, uh, you know, down there. Oh, nothing. Then I go over here to the other one, and I'm kind of like checking it out. And there's this like weird angle. And I'm trying to like lean over. And when you have binoculars, you don't have any peripheral vision, right? Right. right. So it's very tunnel vision. And um, I kind of like step back and I pan down, and my neighbor <laughs> nope. is in the window for a split second, and she closes the blinds. <gasps> so she was watching. You I don't know look for at her how long, with binoculars. Dude. Yeah. That what, happened. Did you see at all what she was wearing? Did it seem like maybe you caught the tail well, end of a changing? Here's the thing. I don't know because it happened so fast. Yeah, you caught the tail and end. And I, I caught the tail end. Oh, and I'm like, no. I was like, I, 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 it happened so fast. I couldn't react. I couldn't do anything. Wait, how did you pick your pants up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow! What no. is your relationship with this neighbor? Do you know um, them well enough? We're, we're friendly. Okay. Um, is this the meth house or the no, other no, one? No, no, no. This is the other one. Oh, this so is the, the one, one I like. This is the one I like. I would uh, think you like the meth house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, no, we're friendly. Uh, they talk. You know, we talk when we see each other in the driveway. We don't have go. We don't go to each other's house or anything. Right. You know, but no, I just you know, look in it. We're right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we're getting in our car. Hey, stop looking at me with binoculars. So yeah. now my predicament is like wait it's okay hold so Mm. yesterday when you told us the story we said let's talk to her on the phone yeah we need her so 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 what happened I'm not doing that. I, I want to just. I just uh. want to just not say anything, and hopefully it'll just pass. And you were be friendly. You were gonna get it. Her on the phone. So no. We could, okay. This just in. It's never gonna pass because you're always gonna be our creepy neighbor that looked at me through the window with binoculars. Did you? At least go over and say, "Hey, this is what was happening." Very no. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. What? But now, but now, you know that's Did you so say that no. Was, so, no. So that was on Monday. Now, right. am I past the point? Of, no. 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 Every day that goes past, yeah. it's getting worse. Is you it? need to. You need to say, "Listen." She's this, already told like twenty yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> this has been bothering me, and I just need to come and address it. I'm so sorry. I was looking for bee stuff because some <laughs> chick in my house said there might be. By the way, bee maybe part. don't say bee stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You yeah. might. Yeah. You might want to rehearse but, that. But, but and then I saw don't your you bees. think that no matter whatever I say, I was hoping for C stuff. Right, <laughs> I was hoping for D's, but your bees. <laughs> Anything I say, though, she's not going to buy. I don't believe that. I you think, don't think so. I, you already have a, a friendly relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Okay, so I think she would give you but the she benefit. Know me, know me. You know what I mean? Well, you know her, know her now. Well, now. <laughs> I really think you could say I was. I, there was yellow jackets. I was looking for a nest. Yeah. I, I, I've been thinking about it, and I can't get out of my head that you. That I want to see you naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock.
It's raining. I can't come in, you guys. It's raining out there and there's traffic. I thought you guys like had a rapport and stuff. Like yeah. he started working here. I thought you I didn't know he would just like see rain and not show up. Yeah. Now all right, here's oh, yeah. Adam was supposed to be here a week ago or two, couple weeks. Two weeks yeah. ago. Two weeks ago. And it had rained a little. <laughs> I uh, And my theory is that you opened the front door and you went, nope. No, I was in my car. In your driveway. I was in my car, <laughs> in my garage, <laughs> next to my driveway, so you're partially correct. No, I ways. I'm not blaming it on Waze, but there is an emotional component to Waze oh, sure. that we've all experienced. Like anyone who's had to do a show at the Irvine Improv <laughs> and you hop on the 134 or the 101 in Encino and you drive for eight feet and it's get off on Havenhurst and make a hard right. And you're like, what? I'm taking side streets to Irvine? Go down the alley where they filmed Starsky and Hutch. And you're like, what? No. I haven't made it eight feet. So, so what did you waste? I got on the 210 out of Yada. I got on the 210, and it was like, get off on Chevy Chase and drive through Viscanso Gardens. And it was pouring, and I was the waves just kept, like, spinning around, and I kept turning around, and eventually I got just demoralized. Got I also was driving to the Culver City. You were. Oh, yeah. oh, that no. would have been so good. Well, here's what here's what happened. My assistant said, you're going to go uh, to K-Rock on Wilshire. And I said, you mean in Culver City? And he's like, on Wilshire. And then you go to like Sirius XM on Wilshire like l- the next day. And I looked in my phone and he punched it in. And I said, oh, he screwed up this thing. And I wikied <laughs> K-Rock. I went online and I went, where is K-Rock? Sure. Where's the place I used to because work? Because you knew it was Culver City. And it said Culver City. Sure. If you go there now, it still says Culver City, so I was driving to the wrong yeah, place Yeah, no one is anyway. updating Radio Wikipedia at this point. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, They're not are, even listening to radio. What are the murderous stalkers going to do? Yeah, like, sure. how are they going to get their hands <laughs> yeah, around your neck? How are they going to find Meg? Exactly. Yeah, no, you're where, right. How's Boogerman going to choke <laughs> Jimmy out? <laughs> That's a long time story. That was great. I love that story because it encapsulates encapsulates a radio booger man yeah yeah. so jimmy the sports guy then for those of you that don't know kimmel adam carolla was on our show for a long long time and at the same time jimmy was became Mm -hmm. friends with jimmy and knows a lot of these old stories so jimmy was talking smack i think about booger man who you we don't even explain (laughs) who booger man is if you know k-rock's history history, you can just assume he was on air Somewhere between Cato Kalen and Mother Love back in the day. And he and Jimmy started talking about him having sort of penis enlargement process or surgery or something. The thing about radio is people can hear you outside of the studio, sometimes when they're riding a bike by the studio or sitting outside in their pickup truck. He had a key card. He came in. And he started choking Jimmy in Frank Murphy's office, uh, 
the next, you know, there in were the fingerprints studio. on his wow. throat. No, yeah, he meant he was, was really angry. It was serious. Like yeah. I, I, I almost got up. Like, <laughs> I was, I was eating a breakfast burrito, and I was like, I'm this close to setting this down, bucko. Like, you better pray Jimmy doesn't turn another shade of purple. And meanwhile, Jimmy's choking, and you're like, I don't know, I'm eating. Well, I'll see how bad it gets. Do you ever really set down a breakfast burrito, no, and then can you fight a guy with a breakfast burrito? Like these are all things that are running through my mind so he's choking him and eventually jimmy gets him off and he gets wow. out of there and he doesn't sorry? Yes. that's a whole other story <laughs> he, wow i don't remember it that way he, he ceases to choke him anymore <laughs> okay good while jimmy chokes his chicken and he gets him out of there and there's not really any discipline to booger man like there's like a slap on the wrist and hey no more choking co-workers are you Understood? Totally. yeah like okay totally. he got it out of his system this dude lived in a van he lived in his van but later on he was fired yeah sure he yeah. was fired. what did he do I mean, what do you do to get fired at that point he gave away a mountain bike to one of his friends, like they did, you know, Caller 106, sure. gets oh, a free sure. Huffy. Yeah. Which we, get gave a, it, we get in legal trouble right. for. Right, he gave it right. to his buddy, so that's where they drew the line. Choking Jimmy? All right, listen, just don't. Choke a coworker, we're in. That's right. the Give away a bike, out. That's the majesty <laughs> of radio. Adam is here. His first comedy special is Adam Carolla, not Taco Bell material. At first comedy special. Which yeah. is, which is, I don't know, to me that was... Shocking. I just figured you had t 10, 15 of them. I should have. Uh, you know, I did stand up at the very beginning, and then uh, I did it at the end. <laughs> That's where I'm at now. But, I mean, your podcast, to me, a lot of times is just you doing stand-up. It is. But I, it's never In front got, of people. It never got collected. Like, I never actually physically crafted a special. I just went from doing like open mics and then I met you guys and then Loveline and Man Show and Crank Anchors and everything else and then I just got so lost in doing basic cable and uh, syndicated radio that I never went out and did stand-up again and then at a certain point after I left this studio 10 years ago, the studio we're sitting in right now leaving Kayla's X, I then started to embark on this stand-up journey again. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've watched it twice. I watched it once when you were supposed to come in two weeks ago. <laughs> and then you well, forgot that's why it. I didn't come in. I yeah. Totally, totally forgot oh. about it. And then I watched it again yesterday. <laughs> Explain to people why it's called not Taco Bell material, if you uh, don't mind. I applied for a job when I was 16. I was going to North Hollywood High to the Taco Bell across the street from North Hollywood High. And I lived up the street from the Taco Bell. And they were accepting applications, but not mine. And that, that left a stain because I I was like, I was 16. I, I was rejected from Taco Bell and I failed driver's ed like in the oh, same ooh, week wow. period. And I was like permanently sort of hobbled by that emotionally. And yeah, I'm still the, not right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. Those are like Obvious. teenage death sentences. <laughs> like just alone, driver's ed. I remember that when kids failed, it was a nightmare for them. Oh my god, it was the it's the worst ever because you, I didn't fail because I didn't show up. I failed because I failed to do like a ten page report on passive restraints or airbags, friend or foe, or like whatever <laughs> whatever it was back I, then. I think you're taking a fake test. Yeah, maybe it was friend or foe. But either way, I had to then go take it at the Sears uh, place at the strip mall across from the Van Nuys DMV. That's the most eight one eight thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, my God. I had a driver's, and then I took driver's training 
in a private place too. Okay. Like you pay for yeah. it. Yeah. And this guy just put me in the car and he just like direct me to drive around town. I feel like those people are the worst. Oh my God. <sighs> I Right? Oh let me give you a me too Please. moment. This dude, <laughs> this guy was like Israeli and he's like, uh, turn on Western, turn here. Yes, uh, t- turn into uh, turn into seven eleven, turn in here. And I wait in the car. He goes in the car. <laughs> oh, no. I sit in the car. He goes into the 7-Eleven. He comes out with a hustler. <gasps> opens it up and goes, look, it's 3D. Like it was it was back then when 3D porn was like a huge And I'm going to need the car breakdown. for about 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. he was showing it to me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Do you I know think... what happened with my driver? What happened? I had never been on a freeway. And he's like, well, first day, good time to learn. First day. He took me on the freeway to Chatsworth and brought me to the canyons where Manson used to have his meetings. Spawn and told Ranch. you about it? What? Told me about it. He's like, just pull up here. Pulled up, got out of the car, and I'm like, this feels really bad and really not okay. He just wanted to uh, fill me in on Charles Manson. Was he trying where to he, impress you? He was, I or think, going to murder me at One some point. But I got home, and I was like, Mom, yeah, I drove on the freeway. She's like, what? And I said, and I saw where Charles Manson had his meeting. She's like, that guy's fired. <laughs> wow. That, yes. Yeah, evidently, these guys were all inappropriate. Insane. I can't yeah. I believe driver's ed teachers are right? weird. That's so weird. <laughs> Adam, Adam, I also thought that it was just a rumor that you didn't receive your diploma because of a late fee for a book from the library. No, I thought that real. was a joke. It is 100% true. It's like, in a special. I was like, I, I know, honestly thought no. that was a joke. That was, you're kidding. No, I, I graduated barely from North Hollywood High, and... Um, I went to in the ceremony, and they're handing everyone their diplomas, and then they didn't hand me a diploma. And I was like, "Where's my diploma?" And they're like, "You go down, pay the book room, nineteen ninety five for We the People, <laughs> and you get a diploma." Now wait, they didn't tell you this until you're walking across the stage. They might have tried to notify me in some fashion, you but kept I kept putting it in that book. Yes, I was sort of unreachable back then, and so I was like. Or what? And they're like, or you don't get your diploma. And I scrolled through a quick history and of my life, and I realized <laughs> I don't think I'm going to use this thing. Like, I'm not sure that anyone. It just played out I'm, everything. I'm going to clean carpets in Van Nuys. <laughs> yeah. I don't. So think... was it worth the 1995 to go pay off the book? No. Well, when has anyone wanted to see your diploma? Never. No, never. Never. No one's ever won. Where's your... Oh, it's in the glove... Honey, go to the car. It's in the glove box. <laughs> Let's get it. What? Don't set your drink down on it. That's important parchment. Like, I knew no one would ever want to see it, and... I never paid them their nineteen ninety five. That was, by the way, that was a big ticket item for the Corollas back in nineteen eighty two. That would be like thirty seven dollars today, you know. So I was like, "Screw you!" I'm walking out on this bar tab, and I got into carpet cleaning, and then I got into construction, and then I got into radio, and I got into comedy. And and no I one got, ever cared. No one ever asked. If you've learned anything from Adam Carolla today, just say you graduated. Right, no one, right, right. No one ever checks By any. the way, I'd like to say, too, same with college. Yeah, Lori Loughlin right. blew Zero it. people. Lori Loughlin didn't have to pay a dollar. Just say they graduated Yale. <laughs> right, no one checks. It doesn't matter. Oh, I already worked it out with Drew. Like, I'm, my kids went to Amherst. Lord <laughs> Jeff was our mascot, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was, get all the names. I was in Johnson Hall, you yeah. know. And that's it. You're yeah, done. Easy. Just save yourself 200 grand. Adam Carolla is here. We need to take a break. Uh, the comedy special is Adam Carolla, not Taco Bell material. And you can get it at chassis.com. That's C-H-A-S-S. Y.com. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. 
Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Adam Carolla is our guest uh, in studio. Adam, I would like to ask you about the early days when you were, were you replaced Howard Stern. Yes. And then they said, we don't want you anymore. All yes. Right? Then you went right to podcasting. Was that even a thing then? You were one of the first, right? Yeah, one of them. My thing was I would sit right where you're standing. And every so often in the last few years when I was taken over for Howard Stern, they would come through the door right behind us and they'd go, oh man, you guys blow hard. You did have 18 million minutes of streaming last month. And I'd go, well, that's got to count for something, right? And they'd go, no, we're not interested in that. In in classic radio form. They were like, no. And I was like, well, you're having millions of minutes of streaming. That means people are listening in Chicago and Hawaii and stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, we're not on the air there. And I was like, yeah, but that's why they're streaming there. Like, you guys should be able to figure out how to make a nickel out of 18 million minutes of streaming. I think that they figured that out in the last three or four years. Right. Right. So this is 11 years ago when I'm standing where you're standing. And they're just going, nah, you guys suck. And they just leave. And it sort of stuck in my head. So when they flipped the format in uh, 09, I was like, 
I don't think we could take those streaming people and give them a show online. But like I say, it wasn't really, podcasting wasn't like it is now where there's millions of different options and everybody's doing it. You were one of the first. Yeah, it, it wasn't that way. It's actually, there's only about a four-month period I was able to enjoy my success as a podcaster <laughs> because for the first part, it was like, what's a pod card? And I go, <laughs> I, it's a, it's like a radio. Oh, yeah, good luck getting back on the radio, dude. And then they'd leave. So that was the first part. Now you go, I do a podcast, and they go, my friend's a mobile pet groomer, and he does a podcast <laughs> out of his van. Out of his, van, out of yeah, his yeah, van. Yeah, yeah. And I go, yeah, 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 okay. So it's zero. It's back to zero. There's yeah. like a four-month period in like 2015 where, where I got to actually enjoy my success. Well, right. talking about your success, I'd like to maybe bring it back to a contractor question. Sure. If possible. I talked about this the other day. I think my pregnant wife was made a big mistake mm -hmm. we were in marrying you. well that's true we were pressure a uh, power washing pressure wash outside uh, on the concrete and we didn't have uh, a plug anywhere near mm -hmm. so she got a 50 foot outdoor extension cord mm -hmm. and ran it from the house to the patio and it, about half of it was submerged about two feet into the pool mm -hmm. of the extension cord yeah she then plugged it into the outlet dry into the house yeah. and then into the power wash again dry and then power wash what were the chances she could have died right there i'd like oh. to point out before you answer that i'd like to point out that jensen never stepped in and said i'll do it well his I, pregnant right. wife i mean did it. for a couple minutes i said this is probably a bad idea <laughs> for a couple <laughs> minutes while you were googling is it a bad idea <laughs> I, I googled is it a bad idea almost directly word for word well first off god bless you for marrying a viking she's <laughs> out there <laughs> She's breaching. She's barefoot. It's raining. She's got the pressure washer she was dialed up to 110 woman. psi. Yeah, strong woman. Yeah, it's just sharp contrast to the relationship I have with my wife, yeah. which is we Home Depot commercial comes on where the sassy chicks up front at the paint department, the guys just step back, and I go, "You see this? This is what happens sometimes. Yeah. No, no. People do do I mean, this." Yeah, I was inside playing the Nintendo Switch at some point. It's the exact opposite. Well. It, as long now that there's an an outdoor outlet, and the outdoor outlet probably had a GFI outlet, I mean a, a, a ground floor. But she was indoor. That's which, the three prong one. She, well, no, because he he's right. Now well, that's they, the one with the one. reset button mm -hmm. oh, in okay. it that you put near your sink or in your bathroom, yeah. anywhere near water source or exterior will this, have that GFI. This was not that. This was just an indoor normal outlet that she was using because yeah, we had none still. outside. Okay, so you can go safe. <laughs> See, Kevin remembers you can win any argument. <laughs> but still. You can tie yeah, but still. any <laughs> argument. Yeah, but still, and if that doesn't work, you go, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah. Those are the rules. No one can argue you, that. You'll tie it with, yeah, but still, and win it with, I'm just saying. <laughs> so this wasn't a GFI outlet. Right. Yeah, but still. Okay. Well, I'm we're, just we're saying. We're I'm just saying. Oh, now you I'm won. just saying. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good show. I was there. <laughs> it actually works. Yeah, it was it was insanely it was probably okay if it was a new a new cord. It was, but right I, I wouldn't recommend it and after you have the youngin, right. make sure the youngin's not in the pool <laughs> when the table's going through it. Yeah, right. And anyone who saw Jaws 
two or three knows that's how the shark died at the end. Like, oh. bit like a huge electrical cable. Well, now you're cable. saying it's positive. Yes, okay. it is. Spoiler alert for yeah. God's sakes, Adam. <laughs> yeah, someone, yeah, people someone watch the, yeah. on the radio. I've been waiting 30 years <laughs> to watch that Jaws sequel. How about your wife is out there pressure washing right. while you're right? inside playing Fortnite? Yeah, she, Rita. <laughs> she was killing it. Wow. She's, she's a trooper. She knew what she was getting into, though. I will say that. Yes. She knew when she was married. But I'm, I'm more of an assistant. I'm a sous chef. You're, 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 you cheer her on. That's what yeah. you do. Adam, you did talk one time about the uh, key to success is persistence. Yes. And I would just like to clarify that because I hear you say that and I hear people on the stage getting an Oscar say that. Just stick with it. Whatever your dream is, just stick with it. I'd like to say, hey... Pick a good dream for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the Armenian comedian, who yeah. you know well, mm, sure, has all the confidence in the world. He can be persistent for the rest of his life, and he won't succeed because he didn't pick wisely. Yeah. You have to pick what you're going to do, you know, commensurate with what you can do. I, I agree. Right? I, it, it'd be nice if you had the ability. I think that's what we love about sports and hate about comedy. If the Armenian comedian was like, look, I'm playing forward for the Lakers, <laughs> that dream is dash upon birth, right? right? But when you say you're going to do comedy or you're going to write country songs, there is nobody who actually intervenes and says you cannot do this anymore. You can be not successful and continue being not successful, but they won't stop you. Also, it kind of flies in the face of the Me Too movement because every single story from anyone older than 60, where'd you go? How'd you two meet? Well, I met her on campus, senior year, high school. She turned around and walked the other way, but I didn't give up. Yeah. I didn't give up, man. I was persistent. And then I showed up at her door, and she slammed the door in my face, and I popped up through her window at night, and then I dropped in through the flue in her kitchen, you know? And uh, she kept walking. She had a, she was engaged at the time, and she had a, a couple of kids from a previous marriage, and she was a lesbian, but I wouldn't quit. I wouldn't quit. And eventually, Actually, I got some rope and some duct tape and an ether rag. And now we've been married for 26 years. Courtship in the 50s was assault. And I swear to God, every one of the stories was, she didn't like me. Your Nana never liked me. But I didn't stop. That didn't slow me down. Uh, yeah, that kind of persistence maybe isn't good. That's what you know crowbars what? are for. Yeah. I heard a great man on the radio um, on April 26, 2017, say these words. Quitters never give up. <laughs> Quitters never give up that. is a thing he said. He, we made it into a T-shirt. I did say that. Broadcasting yeah. Hall of Fame. So that's why he was asking you. He I said, said that can I have some backup? Him, and then Bean immediately said, that's exactly what they do. <laughs> I, I was best. doing a, a Crank Yankers episode <laughs> once, and I called, and I was talking to some woman, and I said, uh, you know, my mom, whatever character I was doing, probably Mr. Birch, I was like, my, my mom's passed away. And I paused and I said, a child should never have to bury a mother. And, and, and the woman went, oh, God, I agree. <laughs> and it's, it's the same, right? Yeah. It sounds good at yeah. the time. Right. It doesn't really mean anything. Right. It kind of means the opposite. Right. Uh, crane kicker's coming back. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, we could talk about that, but it reminds me quickly. Jimmy had his uh, brother-in-law a million years ago, Carson. Remember, remember sure. Carson? Mm -hmm. Not Carson Daly, but Carson, brother-in-law. And he printed up like 5,000 T-shirts back 
in those like remember when t-shirts were like second place is first loser and like all <laughs> right. that stuff like, no like, fear <laughs> no fear yeah. stuff yeah and he he presented one for me and jimmy and it said uh scars heal losing doesn't and i was like <laughs> Wow. Uh, I think scar. I think the definition of a scar. I have a smallpox vaccination from 1965. It's it's still there. It's still there. You can see it if I pull my sleeve up. So we all do it. Even the, the greats. Even, Even the greats. Even the greats. Even the greats. All right, Adam. Before you go, we would like to do uh, 60 seconds. So I'm just going to rapid fire questions. You give me whatever comes to your mind at uh, at once. Ready? Yes. 60 seconds with Adam Carolla. What did you want to be as, as a kid? Fireman? Twizzlers or Red Vines? Red Vines. Would you rather hang out with a guy named Chuck or a guy named Harold? Chuck, as long as he didn't ask people to call him Charles. Okay. <laughs> Walnuts, worst nut ever or hot dirt? They are hot dirt and uh they're both they're simultaneously <laughs> depends their application crush them up and put them on top of oatmeal with enough brown sugar and they're you they take a turn up. for the good Dog wait can- they're like a gun in the hands of a cop okay. great in the hands of al-qaeda <laughs> bad that's what a walnut is dog kisses on the mouth yes or no no, I, I don't mind if it happens to me. Only to wake up people that have passed out in weird places. <laughs> Other than that, it's bizarre and borders on sexual. Washcloths in the shower, yes or no? No, I'm not a, not a fan. Not How a do fan. you clean your ass? Because it goes from your ass to your face. You don't use it on your face. Hold on, Adam made a great point. You never use a washcloth on you your face. You don't. The next person does. You put it in the hamper. <laughs> oh, you no. You use it once. Oh, Ellie no. made fun of me because she says I can't be clean if I don't use a washcloth. And I'm like, of course you can How be. are you cleaning your butt? How, are, how dirty is your butt? Well, first. Not at all. Thank you. you got to get <laughs> one of those paper. toilet seats that uh, fires oh, the pressure. Ri- your sorry. wife would understand. Rich the pressure have, her, have yeah. her install it. <laughs> yeah, have her, right? have her install that bad watch boy. Her, yeah, watch yeah. her do it. Adam, I had one of those in a hotel. Finally, I, we have to go. But I have one in a hotel, and I didn't know how to work it. So I turned it on, and then nothing happened. So, of course, me being an idiot, turned it on more, and it pretty much destroyed me. Yeah, it went straight. It came out my eyes and my nose. I was up against the roof, the ceiling. I was like, I mean, maybe I turned that up just a little bit too much. Oh, I yeah. never wish there was a video more. The Riga yeah. Royal in New York City was the first place uh, we all experienced that. That's so painful. All right, uh, the comedy specials: Adam Carolla, not Taco Bell material. You can get it at iTunes or at chassis that c-h-a-s-s-y dot com adam you're always welcome thank you for coming and you've always been good to us thank you right back at you we appreciate it it's the kevin and bean show k-rock it's time to uh talk to dr drew good morning dr drew good morning guys before we get into the topic i have one quick question yeah and i know we've talked to this to you about uh, about this probably 15 times and i can never remember the answer all right starting to get a cold anything you can do no Oh, no. yeah, I mean, just, you Great know, I mean, yeah, bye. <laughs> I, I mean, decongestants and hot t- showers and steam. And, and if you really, if, if there is um, stakes, in other words, you're a singer or something, somebody could put you on steroids to decrease the inflammatory response. But you just got to ride it out. Nothing That's what I'm in the middle of right now. It just is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And also, before we begin, um, there's a rumor that you might believe that our last guest that was just in here. Adam Carolla, you might think he's psychotic. No, no, no. Just us, it's just us talking, right? Uh-huh. Right. No one's listening. Yeah. No one's listening. We're good. Okay. 
So I was describing, it's just us, just yeah. us. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was describing to an expert in psychopathy some of the unusual characteristics that Mr. Corolla has. You know, mm -hmm. we've worked together for 25 years. He barely has a pulse. His pulse is like 40. It helps him. He sees things other people don't see because everything's like in slow motion for him. He never accelerates his pulse. He doesn't seem to have feelings about the things that the most of us feel. And she goes, oh, he's a pro-social psychopath. What and, does that mean? And, and I go, and she goes, do the trolley experiment with him. You know what the trolley experiment no. is? No. Well, where you, you, you ask somebody, you know, there's a trolley going down the track with five people in it. There's, the trolley's going to go off a bridge. You know it for sure. And you can pull a lever, but when you pull that lever, it's going to divert the trolley to kill a person. But it'll save the five. Can you pull the lever? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Definitely most, saving, people, yeah. most people can. Yeah. Now you're up on a bridge, same situation, trolley's going to go, five people are going to die. There's a dude standing next to you. You have to push him off the bridge to stop the trolley. He will die, but you'll save the five. You yeah. Do it? yeah. I feel like it's just math. I'm yeah. always saving oh, for math. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I could push someone off right. a bridge. It'd, it'd, but it'd, you'd it'd, be saving five lives. But you start to drop off. Let's say you're a friend of yours. Right. Let's say it's a Caltech student who's going to save, you know, <laughs> you can start to add things okay. to make it more difficult okay. to push the guy. All right. Now... And, of course, Adam had no trouble pushing the guy off the bridge. <laughs> now your son is standing next to you. Never. Now I would never, never push him. You could. Adam just, Adam, Adam just looks at me and goes, he's going over. <laughs> yeah, but he's being funny. Well, it bothered me all week. And I brought You have to listen to the Adam and Dr. Drew podcast to, to hear the conversation. And I brought it back. I said, do you understand? I, if I did that, I'd have to, I'd have to kill myself immediately yes. after. Or... I'd throw myself in front of this, you know, trolley right. fifty times. Anything but not kill yeah. your son. I mean, and it's a, it's if there were a hundred people, it would. It's not a choice. Yeah, yeah. right. And so I he he said, my son's going over. We're still in it. We're You're still, still working it out. It. Okay. Drew, All you, right. Drew, he also told it, us. He also told us today that every morning he wakes up and jumps in the pool, no matter what the weather is or how cold it is. He starts his day by jumping in a pool every day instead like, of taking a shower. Yeah. He tortures himself. He, he throws him. He, when he was in New England, it was the best because the water was coming out at like 20 degrees. Oh. And he thinks that's how you toughen yourself up. And I thought to myself, I remember when G. Gordon Liddy used to do that by holding a match to his hand. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's the guy I want to be admiring. But no, okay. No. All right. I mean, no, I think listen. he just does it not to use soap. Uh, there's that. But right? also, he, he, no, no, we have long talks about this. It's, yeah. about, it's about getting some grit and toughening yourself up and preparing your, your body for when you really need to be tough. Well, a lot of Navy SEALs and people that train those guys will say. Yeah, but those are Navy day. SEALs. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> right. No better ad for Drew and, uh, and his podcast and Adam's podcast because I need to know all of his weird life. Now. Yes. <laughs> Now I, I'm, I'm, my tongue is deeply embedded in my cheek. I love my co-host, but that just I think the the headline here is, don't assume everyone's mind and brain works the way yours does. Oh yeah. no, totally. all right, I'm saying. Yeah. All right. What we want to talk to you about today, Doctor Drew, is CBD because uh, I take it, and I think you take it. Is that correct? Uh, now, now we're on the air, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're on the air. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have taken it. My wife mm -hmm. has taken it. So, I, I am uh, very comfortable with uh, patients of mine taking it on their own if they wish. So here's my question, though. Is the benefits of CBD are endless? Oh, depression. You'll have no more pain. You'll have no more. It's ridiculous what people offer as a positive from taking CBD. 
Right, and we have no clinical evidence of anything yet. That's the problem. Mm. So the, the research is way behind all the anecdotal claims. Now, we've all talked to somebody that has had some good effects. They, they, you know, sleep, joint aches, mood, anxiety. They're, they're claiming all sorts of things. I feel like but, it's helped me sleep a little bit better, yeah. and it also gives me a little bit more energy. Mm -hmm. Could that be in my mind? Uh, yeah. Can, but that's can we get this out of the way? Because someone listening right now is like, I'm not taking something that will get me high. Can we get that fallacy out of the way that this is not going to yeah, get you not, high? It does not cause the reward. It does not cause addiction. It does mm -hmm. not make you intoxicated. There's no THC in it. But no, well, some of them have a little THC, but oh. not enough to make you high. But but it is these, these I, there's some weird wrinkle in the law where all the CBD manufacturers are, are saying it's not psychoactive, but it will affect your mood and your anxiety. Well, that <laughs> That's means psychoactive, it's psychoactive. <laughs> and yeah. you'll love to eat Cheetos right after. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it, it is psychoactive. We just don't know the effect. Now here's here's my here's the conundrum I have. Okay. okay. Which is uh, I took it. It disrupted my sleep. It did. So it, didn't, it, oh, it had a negative effect on my sleep. Okay. My wife took it. The next day, she had panic attacks, and she is not prone to panic. Dr. Drew, let me hold ask Hold on. And I've seen now three cases of severe panic from CBD, seemingly right. from CBD. Let so, me ask you a question about that. There are a lot of variables about how you sleep and so about this, this anxiety. This is the point. We, somebody has to study. This is why we need clinical studies yeah. to make claims. There's no claims that can really be made yet. So I, as a physician cannot use it because there's no evidence basis for it yet there hopefully will come a time uh, that'd be nice so in your but, mind you you think there are possibilities but there's oh, just no sure. studies to support that correct mm -hmm. and, and there appears to be some significant downside like i said I, i'm struggling with one patient right now who, whose life was turned upside down by the panic she developed from cbd mm. now and does she, this Never had panic before in her life, and all of a sudden this emerged. And I'm well aware that all the cannabinoids are, well, we don't know which one yet because we haven't studied it, but cannabinoids generally have been tagged to be associated with panic. Would there be any concern if you're on different medications and sure. not taking CBD? Well, of course. Isn't a huge deal about this, Drew, that there's not a lot of regulations? Is it a huge deal there's well, not a lot of regulations? That's concerning, no? Uh, the, the, the huge deal, to me, to me, the huge deal is that this chemical has been put on a shelf for so many years that we've not been able to do the research. And that's the real tragedy. Why, now, Why hasn't there been research? Because it was a Schedule One drug. It was ridiculous. It was, uh, all those drugs that the government decided were evil for no good reason. There's no such thing as an evil molecule. That's the most bizarre idea in the world. And so physicians and, and researchers couldn't touch them. And now here we are, we're legal, we can all use it. Now we don't have the research to help us understand how. Hmm. That's that's the big headline for me. Is that we, it's a, the whole thing is so stupid? But now we're catching up. Okay, but so I'm taking it, and you would say as long as I don't see any negative side effects, okay? Yeah, if it's working for sure. you. How, how much? The question is, and this we also a piece we don't know. How much are you taking? I mean, it's in gummy bears, and I love gummy yeah. bears. Oh, you have, you have about 15, 15 a night, fifteen of the gummy bears. <laughs> I mean, I do sometimes take more than uh, required. How much are you taking? No, not really. I mean, I don't know. It says a regular adult dose is, is two gummy bears, so sometimes three or four. Because gummy so bears are good. Like probably 90 milligrams, something like that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I, don't know. I, I take four. <laughs> I take a yellow one and a red one. <laughs> and a great one. Jeez. But it's not something people should be afraid of. Just don't believe Correct. all the hype. But but you know if you're here here's the other part that worries me too is it's it's a very bad idea to treat yourself yeah. for a medical problem that if you with I your found physician, it works well 
Yeah, it, it, look, I'm, I know a lot about this stuff. I would never dream of treating myself. It's a bad, it's a bad idea. But if you, you with your doctor, decide this is something you want to do, or they sort of, or they look the other way and say, I'm not sure if you should or you shouldn't, but that's on you. Fine, then that's that's an okay situation. But to just go, I've diagnosed myself with depression, with panic, and now I'm going to treat myself with, oh, that's a bad idea. Right. All right. That makes so, sense. All right. I might have to change things up. Oh, my God. That was such a buzz kill to Kevin. Maybe only no, two gummy bears. I, didn't direct, I did not direct him to anything. No, but Kevin, the, stop eating looking, 15. Though. They're so good, though. For. He There's... was looking for a green light to take eight gummy bears. <laughs> exactly. They're so exactly. good. That's the thing. Buzz kill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow Dr. Drew on Twitter, at Dr. Drew. He's got four different podcasts. You can get those at drdrew.com. He also does Dr. Drew Midday Live, Monday to Friday, from noon to 3 on 790 ABC. He had and that podcast with a psychopath. Yeah. This podcast with Adam, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the app is Heal. You can get a doctor in the comfort of your own home. Dr. Drew, thank you. We appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Bye. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. Time for one last look at what's happening. Here's Allie. Did you see a show came back this week? Jim, Jim Jeffrey Jeffrey's, show? Yes. That show Man. is consistently great. I'm going to tell you, I think the field pieces that he does are some of the best that have ever been on television. I agree. He's uh, he's so good at asking all the pertinent questions, making it funny, and completely turning it around on the person they don't see it coming. And being a dick and they don't know it. Absolutely. <laughs> he's, it's the best. Uh, those field pieces are some of the most wonderful things I've ever seen. So Jim Jeffrey says no. No, Jim. No, I'm wow. telling you, Jim. They're excellent, and you do a great job, as do all your producers on that show. So Jim Jeffrey says no. Jim, I'm complimenting you. He doesn't take Good compliments Lord. very well. You there, Jim? You okay? Jim Jeffrey says no. Oh, my God. Okay. He only knows that. It's very odd. <laughs> we should get him saying something else. Right. We really should. As we've had him on the show many times. <laughs> but no means no. Jim Jeffrey says no. I think my favorite was, I think it was the last time he was on. Had a great time. He was wonderful. And then after he left, we started talking about burgers and I think it was Dave right, or someone or was like, in and outs the worst. Yeah. The phone line rang, and it was Jim Jeffries irate. <laughs> was Just funny. wanted to yell at Dave. He's like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> he is a delight, is all I'm saying. I love Jim Jeffries so very much. Jim Jeffries says no. All right. All right. I'm going to okay. still love you, even though you tell, him, tell me not to. Guys, yes. so here's the thing. The Library of Congress has the National Recording Registry. There's about 525 recordings that have been deemed, quote, worthy of preservation because of their cultural, historic, and aesthetic importance to the nation's recorded sound heritage. <laughs> wow. Aesthetic is another word I, that is hard for me. Um, but basically, it has to be a pretty, not only damn good song, but have done has done something. So you're like, oh, that's a part of history. Right Can I there, guess? Right? Yes, please. Mama, yeah. just kill a man, mm-hmm. put a gun against his head. Yeah, it's very hot right now. Mm-hmm. Pulled my trigger, now he's dead. They made a movie about that yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that song, uh, definitely not that version. Um, well, he wrote in. it for Queen, so right. he did. Totally I fair. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Would you like to know some of the songs that are being added? What happened to Amy Winehouse? <laughs> Uh, she has passed, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, Jay-Z's The Blueprint. Cindy Lauper's She's So Unusual. Curtis Mayfield's Superfly Soundtrack. Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. And Nina Simone's Mississippi Goddamn. 
are among the 25 recordings added now. Kind of tough to argue with any of those. Yeah. Those are all good. Also, pretty eclectic eclectic list. Earth, Wind, and Fires hit September. Mm-hmm. The original Broadway cast recording of the musical Hair. All right. Richie Valens' La Bamba. Mm-hmm. What about... Even though it's happening all around the world, uh, that song didn't catch ah, on quite as much, what? which is odd. Awful. Which is odd. However... How about this one? Yeah. Mm. I mean... No. At some point, I feel like it might be. <laughs> right? Yeah. Can't see me. Maybe that's why it's not in. They're like, does that oh, song exist? We would, but we can't see it. Yeah. Mm, that's it. However, this one that was just added, I thought, how has that not been in there before? Cheers. Oh my God. Cheers. Let's get some shits. Let's get some shits. Right? That's what you're talking Beaches. about? We all cool. love shoes. Right? right? <laughs> it is not that one. Oh. However, I'm, I'm going to put that on the wait list. Right? Should be in there. No more guesses? Mm, no. You're out. I'm a hamster. Come on, play more. <laughs> I'm a hamster. Another trapeze artist. I'm not a circus act. I'm a hamster. Am I in any way related to the wheel? I have nothing in common with wheels. Sure, I run on it sometimes, but if I don't, some jerk with a smelly hand will put me on it and try and spin the wheel. Try and teach me how to spin on it. It's deep. Do you know who that is? No. That is Vincent D'Onofrio. <sighs> <laughs> a yes, treasure for real. A treasure. He detective. Seems chill. Yeah, Detective yeah. Gorn from what was that? Was it uh not SVU. It was what was it? He was a te- detective on Law and Order, but which one? Which one? Oh, CSI. No. Cat says criminal intent. Uh, criminal intent. intent. Thank Come on. We were trying way, to not holding, help her. They're holding up a CI. I assuming there's I'm assuming I wasn't there's an sure S in what the she was doing. It, yeah, that's definitely criminal intent. Right. Thank you so much. We did it. We weren't helping on not purpose, and now everybody else is trying to help. You're like CSI. I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh. Chip took the position of just looking at you. I appreciate that. that yeah. Was nice. It's good times. Right. Anywho, uh, <laughs> him. He was also in Mystic Pizza. And, uh, I'm a daredevil. Daredevil, the most recent daredevil. I don't like to talk about it because it makes me sad mm. that it's gone. So, Robert. Sorry about that. Uh, stay on target. You guys, it looks like Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are waiting for the church's seal of approval before they walk down the aisle. Jim Jeffrey says no. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Reporting this story. So Gwen Stefani is a practicing Roman Catholic, and she recently began the formal process for the church to annul her marriage to her ex-husband, Gavin Rossdale, mm-hmm. which seems, i maybe I'm just, I'm not aware, but they were married for 13 years. You usually don't annul a marriage that went on that long? I thought there was a limit to how long you could annul. Isn't it all about wanting to be married in a church and not being divorced before? This is why. So they're cheating, breaking the rules. No, she wants to be married in the church and have it recognized by the church. Mm -hmm. So you do that by getting annulled. But I have never never seen somebody annul a marriage that went on for 13 years. Usually it's, you know, a couple years and you are like, oh. It was like six months. I thought there was a limit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. But unclear what ground 
grounds Stefani may be seeking an annulment under. Again, we don't know any of this because this is just Us Weekly reporting it. Mm. In a month, she could be like, I am not Roman Catholic at all. But it's very possible. True. I believe she is Roman Catholic. She's bananas. Uh, That's file. Uh, not even worthy of a file. <laughs> I the say file. file just spit it out. I say file. Really? You're a loser. Okay. All right. There you go. Right there. At least you could have spelled it out for God's sake. I, I was going to, and then I thought, I thought we all want to leave. A little know? effort. Yeah, yeah. I want to get out. We, we want to get out of here, you guys. Some birthdays for you. Gary Oldman, Rosie O'Donnell, Timothy Dalton, Matthew Broderick. That's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. And you drive home today. Listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We have Jeff Tremaine yeah. in studio, who has directed the new Motley Crue movie called Dirt. Mm-hmm. We're excited about that. We have uh, Ashley Escada on the program tomorrow. They're going to stop the robocalls, I think. God, I That's the that. rumor now. To your You're not going to get those weird calls that look just like your number. Right? You know that one? Yes. So annoying. Oh, it's yes. the worst. You're like, am I calling myself? <laughs> and Friday morning, so it is Keep It 100 tomorrow. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.